My dear friends, grace and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who comes to us now by his word, through his spirit, in order to name us again as his very own, to take away our fear and our sin and grant us eternal life. Amen. It was there in that fateful moment, Simon Peter kneeling at his knees saying, I am sinner, that Jesus shows his great power, shows his mission to the world, shows what he has come to do, saying, do not be afraid, get up. I have life for you, not death. He actually names Peter there in that moment. He says to Simon, you will no longer be afraid, but from now on you will be catching people. Name-calling has a long history in our society. People that we don't like, we usually have some sort of name that we like to call them, to put them down, to take them down a couple of notches. And this starts awfully early, sometimes maybe even in kindergarten. We have names for those who hurt us, for those who mistreat us, and it carries on. We look around the playground and we say, that guy stinks. Or we look over to the friends who don't like us and we say to them, ooh, they're the mean ones. And when we name call people, what we're actually doing is trying to create a reality in which they live, at least in our own minds. Putting them in a box, giving them a place to stay so that we can have something over them. As we get older, of course, we name call other things. Sometimes we get, sometimes we grow out of the, uh, the, the habit of calling people by stinky names and grow into saying things like, oh, you're so beautiful. I love you. You're mine forever. And even some of these names we take on and we like them. We actually don't fight against the names that we dislike and we actually start to absorb the names that people give to us like friend, mom, grandpa, son or daughter. But in these names we actually live into what they say about us, right? We accept them and we place them upon us and they become our actual reality, who we are. We name ourselves, usually around the things that we do. And so when we introduce people to one another, we might say, hi, my name is Lars, and I'm a pastor. We're known by what we do and what we show to the world. Usually we show the world our good points, and we hide things like our sin. We'll rarely walk up to somebody and say, hello, I'm Lars and I'm a sinner. We put that aside, put that away, even though in the back of our mind we all know we carry it around with us, that name. There on the, sea, on the shore of Lake Gennesaret, Jesus appears and he begins to teach the crowds. And our text says nothing about what the teaching was or what he said to them. It seems to all be an excuse for him to come and meet Simon, the fisherman, and his partners. And he gets into the boat and tells Simon to pass out into the water, move out into the deep water, and put down his nets. 
And Simon comes and admits, he confesses the name that he's carrying. He says, I worked all night and have caught nothing. All of my work was in vain. I'm a failure tonight, and I'm tired, and I'm frustrated. That's who I am today. He actually absorbs that name, and he just wants to be done with it. But, he says, but, Master, if you say so, okay, I'll give it a shot, because I also want to be looking like I'm a respectable, respectful kind of person. And so Jesus says, then, yes, put down the nets. And he puts down the nets, and immediately there is a great catch of fish. And, of course, the point is that it wasn't Peter's work It wasn't what Peter was producing for himself, but it was the gift of God flowing now to Peter abundantly and beyond anything he could have imagined. The great catch of fish that didn't come from his work or his power that erased the name that he gave to himself that day. There are so many fish that the nets begin to break and they call for their friends, their partners to come out and the boats begin to sink Because Jesus is now showing him that it is his word that makes creation happen. It is his word that speaks a new life into existence right into his ears. It doesn't come from his work or what Peter had named himself, but simply what Jesus had said to him. Most of us, if we had this great catch of fish after a night of frustration and tiredness, would look and say, that is an incredible blessing. But Simon Peter sees something entirely different in that great catch of fish. He doesn't see God's blessing and wonder. He sees God's bare face. And in seeing God's power He sees his own sin. He actually falls down at Jesus' feet and names himself this. I am a sinner. Go away from me. I cannot live in your presence. My sin cannot be here. It's too bright. It's too strong. Your light is destroying my life. It's, of course, the same thing that we found from the prophet Isaiah, there in the heavenly throne room vision. God's glory all around, but it shows him his uncleanliness, that he is unworthy of being in the presence of God. And it's also what we hear from St. Paul in 1 Corinthians, that he had a different life before Jesus appeared to him. He had a life where he was named Zealot, persecutor of the church, and when Jesus showed up into his life, it was completely different after that. Jesus' words coming to sinners to grant them a new life, a completely new existence, one that didn't exist before his word came to your ears. Jesus tells Peter, do not be afraid For yes, he has come to take his old life away, but do not be afraid. That is not the end for any any sinner. The end is going to be Jesus' new life being bestowed upon sinners as a gift, taking their old life and putting it away 
so that they might have the whole new life of Christ. You have to hear this word for yourself. Because otherwise we get trapped into the names that we call ourselves. We get trapped into what other people say about us. We're put into the box and we say, that's who I am, what I've done, what I think of myself and what others think of me. Rather than hearing Jesus come and say, I have come for your salvation. To call you by a new name. To say to you, you are no longer yours, you are mine. Your sin is no longer yours, for I have taken it from you. Do not be afraid, for I have a calling upon your life, and I call you a brand new name. You call yourself sinner, I call you forgiven. You call yourself trapped, I call you free. You call yourself dying. But Jesus himself calls to you and says, Arise, get up, do not be afraid, for I am the resurrection and your life has arrived. This is the good news that we bear to the world. That we don't live on our own name, but we live in the name of Christ, for we bear the name Christian to the world and give the good news of Christ to all who are dying and see their sin so that they might not be afraid but might know beyond any doubt that they live in the name of Christ. Amen.